yeah, it's that time again. It's time for Molin Zane's podcast of rambling randomness. Oh, and it's episode 59. We have a special is guest. Is it really 59? Studio. It is, man. It's no 59. freaking Bojangles way. Yes, fucking yes, it is. <laughs> We've done this 59 times. Yeah. I've got no life. <laughs> so 59 is when she's blowing you, but you can only reach her belly button. That's right. Okay. Just, wanted to, just wanted to clarify. That's right. And who is that sexy voice oh, there, Mo, that's, that's coming through us that, with us today? That sexy voice is a blast from my past. This is Mr. Mad Mike Colvin. How you doing, Woo. sir? I'm all right. I'm. This is cool, man. You know, up here in Cairo, I, I passed a lot of deer. Not not necessarily live ones, just you know, on the on the hoods of trucks. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, good to see you. I, I I knew you as Marshall the intern. Yep. Yep. Uh, like to call me Sean Lennon. Two thousand. That's right. You know, you still do look like Sean Lennon. <laughs> you got some money coming to you. Um, two thousand, two thousand one. We go yep. back to. Yes. So. Yes, sir. Good to see you're doing well. I was still in high school. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> so so was my wife. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, man, this is gonna be a fun show. This show's all about guilty pleasure music. So, you know them songs that you play, that you know you don't want to admit that you like, but you, you kind of do. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I oh yeah. Oh no, I don't stuff. give a shit and a half. I am playing Zane, some dirty Zane, dancing music today. Zane is playing some dirty dancing. I grew up in the seventies. The whole decade was a guilty pleasure. <laughs> where or where can the person and the gooses find us? They can find us at www.digitalzoneent.com. That is www.digitalzoneent.com. You can find us on Twitter at digitalzoneent. You can find us on YouTube at Digital Zone Entertainment. Sir, where can they find us on that Facebook machine? All right. Between the advertisements. You go to the search bar. Yeah. You put D Z E N T. Hit the enter button. Yes. It's the first one. It comes up. Oh, that's us. So nice. Mole goes ahead. One. He puts stuff up there. From what I hear, it's quite amazing. All right, I gotta, I gotta get behind the curtain here. How'd you get the name Mole? Mole? Oh, that was. You uh, know, I, I don't think I've ever even asked that question, the, Mike. The, the I don't story. really call him Mole. This is, this yeah. is the only place where I actually call him Mole. Yeah. Now it's <laughs> usually Marshall with him, but uh, Mole, man, it was uh, an old rap name when I was rapping back in. That is so funny. You, yeah. your generation, your damn rap names. My, my yeah. wife uh, sings with Lucky House. Right. They don't get up here too often, but uh, they, they're, they're pretty popular. They're playing at the Derby in Poughkeepsie tonight. And for a while, they had a bass player that's about 24 now, so she was like 21, 22. And they, they accidentally discovered that her stage name was Biddies. <laughs> her name's Bianca, an adorable girl. And uh, so the, finally, they were like, well, how'd you get the name Biddies? She's like... Oh, when I was a teenager, that was my rap name. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Ever since then, I just I, I get such a kick out of that. So mole, mole. Is, is when you're out there, you know, d- doing your beats. Do my thing, yeah. Okay. That, that's, right. um, but then there's also then there's smoke, smoke diz. diz as all right, well. All right, look, I explained it this like way. you got like four AKA. I, I, have... I got something from a Zent. Is that you as well? <laughs> okay. That, well, that's what I thought when he, when thought he came was... up with it. I was like, what's Zent? <laughs> <laughs> no, see, it's like there's like four people. I tried to explain that there's like four people in this head. Like there's mm. five. It? Only four? Yeah. Pete Townsend had the same problem. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, you know, Mole was Morocco Mole. Remember the blind cartoon Mole? Yeah. Yeah, one. I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Glasses. As yeah, yeah, Kung yeah. Kung Fu yeah. Fui? Uh, was he with Tom? No, that was Hong Kong Fui. No. Hong, Hong Kong Fui. Hong no, Kong uh, Fui had, uh, he was the number one super guy. And there yes, was, what was, was the name of that cat? <laughs> yeah, what the hell was that? I can't remember his name. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's how I got the, the, the Mole thing was just people were like, Nick, you got them. Big ass glasses on. You're gonna, we're calling mm-hmm. you Morocco mm-hmm. Mole. Can you see anything without them? No. Not, not a damn thing. thing. I had to switch to glasses a couple of years ago, and it's like you know, if I don't have them on, you're, I'm, I'm, I don't see yeah. dick. 
I've had thick ass ones since I was six years old. Okay. And the smoke is because I smoked a lot of weed. Yeah, I figured <laughs> so. that. Figured that. We're working on getting it legal. Yep, that's it. Oh, that, you think that's gonna ruin it? Uh, you like know what? You think I, it's gonna ruin it when it's legal? I think the the Zane's too stoned to respond. He's a <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's like I went I went up to Colorado there last year, and I would really expected to see like dispensaries all over the place. And I went all the way through my trip, and I saw one on the way to the airport really? when I was finally going through Denver. But I was like not anywhere near like normal places. Right. So. Well, there wasn't Mass- a lot of anything that I saw. <laughs> How far are we from Massachusetts border? Like an oh, hour and like half? 40 minutes. 40, 40 minutes. Oh, so yeah. you know that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. he's got that down. All yeah, right, he's got yeah, that I was going to say we can go, yeah, to, we can go to Springfield. I haven't, uh, haven't felt the need to take a trip out there yet either. I, don't I understand know. Great Barrington is a lovely location if yes, you're looking yes, at it. I have family there, actually. Edibles. It's- yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, sir. So how about we get into this? Let me play my first song. We're going to get you going. You do that. There. I'm going to do this. My first song is a really bad guilty pleasure because, you know, you remember them. When they were on stage and their song started skipping and they started dancing. Millie Vanilli? Yes, sir. How about that? The DJ knows. This is Blame It on the Rain, baby.
stuff. They got sued over that one. That's yeah, they got sued over that one too because the um, the uh, melody uh, was was lifted from an old blue, uh, blood, sweat, and tears song. Right. And uh, so no matter what they did, they 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 ran into trouble. Especially the guy that OD'd on heroin right. a couple of years later, Rob Politis. Rob Politis. You, keeping track. <laughs> like even their hair wasn't real. That's how that's how phony yeah, Millie, these guys Millie, were. They, were, they were like the two twin guys, right? They, everybody it, thought they were twins. Well, but they, they looked, they yeah, looked they very looked, similar. One always like wore a black suit. The other one wore a white suit. Yeah. You know, one had Bicycle the hair shorts. going one way while the other one went the other way, and they always stood like parallel next to each yeah. other. Well, the the yeah. thing that that really tripped them up because they, they they did win the best new artist Grammy. That happened. So when you listen to the songs, it, it sounds like you know late '80s soul music and everything like this. <laughs> They actually did an interview, and it turns out they were German. So it made no sense <laughs> right. whatsoever that these guys were on the records. And then, you know, this is obviously pre-internet. I mean, it w- they wouldn't have lasted 10 minutes in this day and age. Right, right. But this is 30 years ago. And it, it, it for you know, the phrase going viral hadn't been invented yet, but that's what happened. It went viral that right, they were phonies. Right, you know, oh my God! <laughs> they had to give the, the I, don't, I don't know if they had to give the Grammy back. It's kind of like Robert Kraft today getting busted in the prostitution ring. It's like <laughs> I, I'll be bringing that up later. I had a feeling. <laughs> news. Come on over here, honey. Sit on Grandpa's Lombardi Trophy. You know, <laughs> I, I, I love that. But anyway, uh, it's your show. So, uh, Mr. Mad Mike, I got mm. some questions for you, sir. Please, we're gonna you know Hit BS me. here for a minute. How long have you been doing radio? Like, when did you start, man? Well, I haven't done radio in well, 16 I, years. They don't want guys years. like me anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm what they call a loose cannon. That's right. Um, <laughs> I, I thought that's like, what all radio guys were, were just no, loose cannons. No, a lot of them are just... Um, and they can get up either real early in the morning or they just don't sleep. A lot of them are incels that... Do uh, you know that term? Incels. Involuntary celibates. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot... Seriously, there's a lot of them in that. But um, I fell into it. I, I was uh, working... In 1985, that's a long friggin' time ago. Yeah, uh, I was working at a, at a teen Very club. Good. It was was that when you were born? Yeah, it was all right. Um, so I was working in a teen dance club back when that could be a thing. Right. And <laughs> there was a guy that was in between radio jobs, and he happened to be our manager for a stretch of time. So what was the deal was we had a DJ, mm-hmm. and then I was the MC. So I ran all the contests, I booked all the bands. And then at the end of the night, I would actually go out and clean the parking lot. So that's what I really got paid for. But right. it gave me a it gave me a platform. So you flash forward to July of 86, I get a phone call. And during the day, I worked at the same place as a maintenance man. It was called the Castle Rack and Fitness. And I get a phone call from the guy. He's like, oh, I want to talk to you about working at the radio station. Now, I'm 16 years old, right? right. So I was like, to do what? Mow the lawn? Because that's what I, <laughs> that was my career at that point. Right. He's like, oh, I want to put you on the air. And um, so I went through the process. And, then, you know, this is a long time ago. So the board was this primitive thing. And the, the, what I remember most about it was there was a reel-to-reel tape deck that was literally the size of your grandmother's washing machine. I am not – it overheated the whole bit. Oh, shit. But he showed me the ropes, trained me. I got I trained for a couple of days. And then one day he just shut the door and left me to do a radio show at age 16. Now, this was back when they, when they had what they called daytime AMs, right. pretty much a thing of the past. So it was July, so it was literally the longest time of the year. So I would be on from 6 p- p.m. to 8.30 p.m. on Fridays or something like that. And then I would shut the radio station down. Right. So that's where I got my start. Then a couple of months later, the automation craze started to take over. Yeah. So they, they, it was announced that they were going to go automated in February of 87. I'm like, oh, Christ, I'm barely 17 here. Right. And, and my career is over. So with that, I, was, I became like a glorified board op. But I used that opportunity to create a tape to get onto WPDH. And gotcha. by the night I graduated high school, you know, June whatever, 1987, graduated John Jay High School, 
and I was on the air that night at midnight playing songs on the radio for all the parties that I was missing. No shit. That's nice. how I started. And then everything just fell and apart after that. Everything. <laughs> well, you can find Mad Mike Colvin yes. on SoundCloud. You type that name, Mad Mike Colvin, C-O-L-V-I-N. You will find a bunch of skits here. Yeah, yeah. well, that was from the, the morning show period. So I, I started in 87 just as a regular jock back when PDH you know, was right. a really cool station to be on. Yeah, it was. I, I, I must I, say, yeah, I, I remember that. all through the 90s, that was what, you know, the old man listened to. So uh, it was always great listening PDH, to that, so. that. You know, Rock and Steve in the morning. Oh, yeah. All oh, that. Rock and Steve. <laughs> Rock and Steve. I actually offered to see if you wanted to come, you, know, if you guys wanted him as a guest, but you refused. So we're it's not going to let him doing this. No. So um, what happened was they were they were going through morning shows, as radio stations do, and they settled on, they, they, they got these these two people from out of town that had never worked together before. It's like, well, this guy's tape is good and her tape is good. So they put them together and it didn't work. I mean, it was it was brutal. Right. So they moved the one guy off the air, made him a production director, put my good friend Greg O'Brien on with yes. her. And that was going all right. But they needed something else. And back then I was doing overnights, which was the, the, mid, the midnight uh, to six. Uh, it doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Nobody. There is no such thing as a live overnight jock. I don't even think they bother taping. I, I did one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so, the last one. Probably. That's yeah, why they so canceled I was it. that guy. And they knew that I had a good sense of humor because I used to make um, these parody tapes for our Christmas parties. So yeah. they knew that I had, you know, some some skills in the comedy area. So the the GM was like, <clears throat> why don't the. <clears throat> Well, you know, we haven't had wake-up calls in a long time. <clears throat> Why don't you start doing wake-up calls? <laughs> so I came up with all these characters. I always had characters anyway, so I would do these wake-up calls while I was on the air, stick around with the morning show, right. play them back, and then I would go home and sleep. And that led to me getting a permanent slot on that show in April okay. of 92, I want to say. And then as time went on, it was always a revolving door. Right. But when they brought Wolf back in 93, that's really when it started to gel. The show was me. Rick Zolzer and Wolf. Right. That's and that's that's the little show that I remember mm, most. Yeah. yeah, everybody remembers that. And yeah. it, it's hard to believe that it was twenty six years ago already. Yeah. But uh it was it was what was great about it is that we were funny, we were irreverent, but we were also very community minded. Right. You know, it wasn't odd at all for us in those days to do Roofathon for Jerry's kids and raise over a hundred thousand. Talking about the Roofathon, did they still yeah. even do that? No, no, that dropped. Oh, they, man. they tried it one year with Carlson and McKenzie after Coop and I got fired in two thousand three. Right. I so they they, they did it one year with them, and they, it just didn't work. Right. Um, and then, so they, what they did after that, that last year at the 7-Eleven, which is not even around anymore. Nope. They tried to do like a mobile thing where they were in Kingston for one day, Poughkeepsie for another, and Newburgh, let's say, for a third day. Right. That didn't work, so they eventually just dropped. And it's a shame, because that was a great I community loved event. Ruth oh, Rufathon was so good, man. They were brutal, though, working there. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot of work with the people that we called them the road warriors, people that actually brought mm-hmm. the money in from the streets. Oh, yeah. And people knew that it was coming. So we had some great times with that. We would have live bands. We had um, female boxing going on. Yep. We had, uh, what's his uh, face, the magician there? John Shaw, who's now, like, a, he's got a residency in Vegas. Yeah. He certainly didn't get his start with us, but it was definitely before he became John Shaw from right, Las right. Vegas. Um, and he did at least three escape tricks for us in, in consecutive years. Yep. Um, it was just, it was my favorite weekend of the year. It yeah. really was. But you know, I, all, th- all good things come to an end. And by 2003, the corporation that owned them then, this was two owners ago, decided, well, we don't need no mad mics. Uh, they let me and Coop go. And then I actually of all places wound up in Fargo, North Dakota, Fargo, North Dakota, tried to do it out there. And you know what killed it? Um, and it was well, the cold. Well, the cold was, it was, I mean, it was, it was, it was, I remember one day it was 25 degrees below zero for the high. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? But uh, what killed that, that show or that idea was the Super Bowl. That was the year that Timberlake popped 
Janet Jackson's booby out. Uh, out. Yep. So if you recall, the, the FCC was considering charging CBS like this exorbitant fee yeah. because of the indecency, even though she had like a medallion on it. Nobody really saw anything. Right. I didn't. I was in Houston. I didn't see it. You didn't see but um, <laughs> but, yeah, but like the next day, the next day, uh, this you know this army of protests came through. And all of the owners, a lot of the CEOs of these radio companies were like, we got to get rid of our morning shows. And you can look this up. You can Google it. Right. Howard Stern, who was syndicated nationwide and probably yeah. beyond, lost a third of his syndicates that week. Opie and Anthony were just Opie. about done. Yeah. And so, like, little guys like me that were just doing these mom-and-pop shows, it was like, oh, yeah, I'm in, I'm in Fargo. So my, my, my boss literally said, we can't trust you. We don't. What's this liquor box? What are you doing? <laughs> so I was unceremoniously let go of that job, came back to Poughkeepsie, and I, I just decided to just make myself. I always was a, a mobile DJ right. since the early 80s or mid-80s, yeah. rather. So I, 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 I was like, let me just try to do that. I invested in karaoke, and then this place, Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse, opened up uh, in October 2004, and I've been there three nights a week minimum ever since. So no God shit. bless. That's my day job. That's my day job is 9 p.m. to 4 a.m., but that's the reason why I'm able to come and do a podcast on a Friday afternoon. Right. <laughs> God bless singing drunks. And, and on that note, Mr. Zane has a song here. Is it my turn? It is. Oh, shit, man. Here it is. I'm just going to start with it. Let's do it. This, this is Bill Medley. This is Jennifer Warren's. <laughs> This is I had the time of my life. <laughs> had the time of my life. No, I never felt like this before. Yes, I swear it's a truth, and I owe it all to you.
was the classic Bill Medley. I had the time of my life from the huge, huge. 80s blockbuster, Dirty Dancing. Never saw it. What do you mean you never, never saw, saw Dirty it. Dancing? I went through a period because I was already working. I started working in 85, as I mentioned before. So I was always working in, in bars, whether they were teen bars or legit bars, because I moved into the, the, to the adult scene pretty quick. Right. So what I was always working on Friday and Saturday nights. And when do you go to the movies? Friday, Saturday night. So you right. name an eighties movie that came out after nineteen eighty five. Even going back to eighty two, even back then, like I never saw E. T. Right. Oh shit. I've Dark. never seen Back to the Future. Not Goonies. Nope. Good. Wow. It's not worth it. And I'm Box <laughs> Brothers with Chunk. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I dated a girl that dated him. Nice. He's like he's like an entertainment lawyer in California now. <laughs> Top <laughs> but I've never seen the movie. Top Gun I did see. You got me. I saw that in the uh, South Hills Mall Theater, which is no longer with us. I have Cocktail. Loved it. Never, but Never. I I love the Beach Boys. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> La Bamba. Did see that one. Okay, yeah, I did see that one. Because uh, I, I, I was always been fascinated with the day the music died. Yeah, that, that was my big thing, too. Um, Let's see, 80s movies. Or Good Morning Vietnam. Good Morning Vietnam, I did see. Right, so you guys are like messing up my bit. Yeah. Usually people like, just like I, I, I can go for like. Die Hard. Movies. Yes. Yeah. That was 80s? Yeah. Girls Just Want to Have that Fun. Was, that was 88. What? Girls just want to have fun. That was a movie. That yeah. was a movie. I've never heard of it. Yeah. I've never heard of it either. Yep. Uh, let's see. There's Batman. Oh, God. Indiana Jones. And the He's Last got a lead. None. None of the Indiana Jones franchise. Nothing. None. I've seen never? that one scene where Harrison Ford is tied to a chair with somebody. I, but just because it was on a compilation. <laughs> I've I never know you've seen... seen the Little Mermaid. No. You know what's funny about that? I, I uh, had to because my I've got a two-year-old daughter. Right. So my wife, you know, is a lot younger than me, and she's like way hip to you know what two-year-olds are gonna really get into. So I actually downloaded that for Bryce the other day. Oh shit! But I haven't watched it. <laughs> the first movie I can remember seeing in the movie theater. What about Mask? Never. Never. No. 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 Oh. What was it? what was that other one that she was in there? Um, Silkwood. Yeah. No. Um. Oh, well, there was another one with the moon. Yeah, yeah uh, with Nicolas Cage, before. wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Moonstruck? Moonstruck. Never saw it. No? Oh. Fish Called Wanda. Well, I've Monty. never seen that's, that either. That's Monty Python. That there. Oh, yeah, exactly. I, that I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the best part about that is when he's hanging him uh, upside down. <laughs> I apologize unreservedly. Yeah. <laughs> Ken is trying to kill me. <laughs> and Karate Kid. Never. Never? Never? No, and I think that we actually interviewed Ralph Macchio when I was on PDH. Really? Yeah. Um, he's got kind of like a weird comeback. He's uh, on that show, um, The Deuce. Yeah, and uh, also um, the the Netflix show there, um, Cobra Kai there or whatever, uh, with, they just redid it. Okay. It's like recent now. Um, he plays himself in The Karate Kid, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Daniel Russo is older, okay. and uh, it follows Johnny mainly. Who's like a bum, basically? Oh, now. He's like John, older... Johnny was the the bad guy, yeah, right? Yeah, and it, and it basically flips the roles. Like Daniel Larusso's a dickhead when he gets older. Like as a business guy, he's like, oh, I'm not gonna, you know, like let him start back up Cobra Kai, you know, because he he just wants to get back into doing his martial. You realize this is all gibberish to me because I've never yeah. seen the movie. I just I remember <laughs> wax on and wax off, and That's I'm probably it. gonna do that later on tonight. <laughs> and on that note, it's time for wrestling news. Time 
time for the Elimination Chamber results from this past weekend. WWE, we got some pretty, it was a lackluster, you know, it was, I mean, lackluster is probably not the right word. It's terrible pay-per-view, maybe? I don't know what lackluster means bad, right? Does that mean like Yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah. So, all right, so horrible. I'll, I'll put a horrible. That's even better. Uh Let's start off here with the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. I don't know if you follow wrestling, Mr. Mad My Mike. brother and my father-in-law are massively into it. I don't. I just know The Rock sings You're Welcome in Moana. <laughs> what a, one of the best Great Disney movie. songs ever yeah, written. Really, my, my daughter's favorite song. Like that I, is mine. Too, I had to bro. put together a CD, even though it's 2019, right. because she wants it so much. I'm like, all right, it's in the car. It's track one every time. Boom, just, boom. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, I love The Rock, uh, You know, that, but you guys. You, you, 2020. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talk your thing. I'm going to take a leak. <laughs> well, all right, go for it. As Mad Mike takes a leak, it's a Cruiserweight Championship match. Buddy Murphy defeated Akira Tozawa via pinfall to retain his cruiserweight championship on the kickoff show. I don't know either one of those guys. No. But SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The Usos defeated The Miz and Shane McMahon via pinfall to win the WWE SmackDown Tag Team titles. That's right. The Usos, even after Jimmy Uso just got busted for damn near trying to whoop a cop's ass. And then when the cop pulled his taser out, he was like, nah, I'm cool. You can just put me in handcuffs. I'm, I'm straight. And uh, let's see, Intercontinental Championship, Finn Balor defeated Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush to become the new WWE Intercontinental Champion. I know you like Finn Balor. Finn Balor's cool. I do like him, but, you know, they'll, they'll never push him to the main card. No, never. You know, he'll sit there mid-card <laughs> for the rest of his days. Yeah, you're right. He's going to be that inter- uh, the, the, the Intercontinental Champion for a minute mid-card. Baron Corbin defeated Braun Strowman via pinfall. No what? disqualification yet. That's bullshit. I think he had help uh, from, um, what's his face there, Bobby Lashley and, uh, you know, the, the Drew human McIntyre. Milk dud? Yeah, <laughs> the human milk dud, Bobby Lashley. Raw Women's Championship, Ronda Rousey defeated Ruby Riot really fucking quick. This is why it was horrible. It was like a four-minute match. It was terrible. They made Ru- Ru- uh, Ruby Riot look like a complete fucking piece of shit in this match. Ronda Rousey is way overrated as far as I'm concerned. She looked like a man. <laughs> but the uh, the big news is WWE has their first ever, according to them, WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. The Boston Hug Connection, Bailey and Sasha Banks, defeated the Riot Squad. Is that what they're really called? Yeah. yeah the Boss they couldn't and Hug come Connection. up with a better name than the Boss and Hug Connection? Nope. Not at all. Fucking, it's horrible. Hoses. This is yeah, Nia Jackson, Tamina, the Iconics, and Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, and for some reason Naomi and Carmella. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to the Boston Hug Connection. <laughs> Brock Lesnar's still the champ. Brock Lesnar never shows up. Yeah, he's gonna have that belt forever. He, he does four appearances a year. <laughs> and he, he wasn't there. Nope. And uh, Elimination Chamber main event WWE Championship Daniel Bryan. Versus AJ Styles versus Randy Orton versus Samoa Joe versus Jeff Hardy versus Kofi Kingston in the Elimination Chamber. Daniel Bryan comes out with his hemp belt, hand raised high. Still your WWE champion. Is Kofi Kingston leaving the WWE? No, Kofi Kingston is getting a really big push now for some reason. So he might well, be. Now he's that he's like run. 40 years old he's, and he's, he was great 10 years ago back 12. when I was actually. Oh, you're not wearing the hat today. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, I remember I got it. that shit at discount like, at, like right. eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's really all that was going on in the world of wrestling, man. Nothing major. Duh. I want Carlito to come back. I love Carlito. 
get into my second song here, sir. This is a song by 3LW. It's called Wow. Yeah. It's called Baby I'm a Do Right. Not Dudley Do Right. Baby I'm a Do Right. I'm getting a little tired of you broken promises, promises. Looking at your pages, seeing different numbers and numbers. Call you when you study, hanging with the fellas, the fellas. Hanging with my girls, you always getting jealous and jealous. I was with you when you didn't have no dollars, no dollars. Hanging at the crib, chilling with your mama, your mama. Never funded you, never brought the drama, the drama. Now you flip the script, play a
you say three little women maybe have a do right that is cool I didn't much care for it. No, I, I barely remember it now. We, you know, I'm, I'm sure yeah. I played it at Sweet Sixteen, it, whatever year that came exactly. out. Exactly, it was all over like MTV. Yeah, they were they were like day. TLC light. TLC, you gotta remember, Lisa Left Eye Lopes. May she rest in peace. She <laughs> burnt down Andre Risen's house. Yes, she did with a pair of shoes, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's gangster. I'm yeah, sorry, it's gangster. <laughs> All right, so we're going to set up a bit here for us from uh, one of Mad Mike's pieces. This is uh, 40s, 40s Man. Yeah, so... Um, so set this up. Uh, I went to Vegas in the early 90s, and I remember I didn't have tickets to see Tony Bennett. And this is, you know, almost 30 years ago. So he was already old, but not as old as he is now. But I didn't have tickets to see Tony Bennett, but he was at the hotel across the street. So I was like, I just want to go to the lobby and be around the people that are going to see right, right. Tony Bennett. So I did that, and oh, they're all talking like this, see? You know, it was like it being stuck in the <laughs> middle of an Edward G. Robinson movie, and I couldn't get it out of my head. And Zoles was out there with me too. So on the way back on the plane, I just started riffing, you know, just saying all these things in his voice, you know. Right. So it turned into '40s Man by the time we got back, and uh, we used it as a vehicle to do sports because Zoles had uh, left the show and I became the sports guy. But I'm not, I wasn't really that good at it. Right, right. So I would, I would juice it up by doing characters. So the great thing about 40s, man, this was in the 90s and early 2000s, was that I was telling things from a completely politically incorrect point of view because I was supposed to be from like 1947 or whatever. Right, right. One thing that I noticed, and this still goes on today, and that's why I wanted to play this piece, mm-hmm. is, you know, after the Super Bowl, we'll get into that later, or like a big win. <laughs> The athletes, you know, almost always, always thank God for delivering the victory. Right. And it's so insane. Such a concept that is so ridiculous. Like, oh, because God is a fan of Duke and not North Carolina or what have you. Well, I'm pretty sure if God was a football fan, he does like the Patriots. He didn't like him this morning. But anyway, so that's what sets this up again. This is from about 20 years ago, but it absolutely still stands up. Nice. Here we go. It's 40s, man. Good morning, 40s. Say, you Fairweather fans. Oh, Fairweather fans, are we, huh? That's what I said. Shut up, Cooper. <laughs> How can you call us Fairweather fans? We've been with the Knicks all season, man. Sure you've been. Sure you've been. All season long, we've been there for them. I've got wire recordings. Okay, you're not here to talk about us, though, 40s, man, are you? You don't mind a fellow like me strolling in and taking away some of your mic time, do you, Cooper? Uh, no, not at all. Feel free, 40s. Don't want to deprive the listeners of one of your stories of life in Rochester. <laughs> Don't want to interrupt you sending some sappy song out to your baby. <laughs> Don't want to keep you from telling me how to refinance my jalopy <laughs> and save. But you know what I always say there, Cooper? What's that, Forty? Say it with me, Steve. It's an ill wind that blows no good. <laughs> and it's good to be here just the same. What's with the high maintenance brought over here? Uh, this is Jane Dato, new member of the show. Jane, eh? How's it going, Forties man? I think she's making eyes at me. I think she might be, Forties. Great set of gams there, Miss Jane. Well, thank you. Not the brightest bulb in the chandelier, are you? <laughs> That's not very nice, 40s. That's I can't not believe nice you. at all. I'm not here to be nice. I'm here to tell it like it is. I hear you like a fellow with a full money clip there, Jane. Where'd you hear that? Well, if you were any more of a gold digger, you'd be parading around town in a 49er helmet. <laughs> so, the New York Knickerbockers are in the finals for the first time since Michael Jordan's last retirement and now could take home the hardware. 
if they can just best the Admiral's Spurs. And what's the first thing you heard these clowns say when they put away the paces in six? What? I want to thank God for helping us win the game. They all said that, yep, to a man. The Knicks were, were thankful to God. Yep, you're What right. the hell kind of crackpot malarkey is that anyway? <laughs> yeah, the good Lord put his countless legions on hold so he could spend 48 quality minutes chilling courtside with Spike Lee. <laughs> God Almighty forsook war, famine, pestilence, and death so he could high-five Marcus Camby for making all his foul shots. Yahweh passed up a one-on-one -on -one with the Pope so he could be on hand to chest bump Latrell Sprewell for getting it done in the hole. Mm. Let me tell you something. You don't thank God when you win a game of chance of sport. You ain't got nothing to do with it. You thank God when you don't catch TV from your kid brother who died two years ago Christmas. <laughs> Hard times for you, huh, 40s? Break me up. <laughs> you thank the Lord when your boy don't turn up queer. <laughs> <laughs> How about for that? <laughs> you thank the man upstairs when you shoot down a Jap plane. But you don't thank the creator for helping you win the big game. The God I pray to don't shoot hoops, mister. I'm 40s man, boys. And I got to scram. Yes, you do. Cooper and Toby. <laughs> I found out that Cooper's 40s been man. since 1914. Classic Rock 101.5. <laughs> oh. That yeah, was good. that was good. Though. Like I said, it's not for today, but it, uh, <laughs> very proud of that moment. Nice. And it, it is true. Like, it, it, you know, there's two things that drive me nuts with sports. And I, I love my sports, but when people try to turn the national anthem into their own bit, right? And and the thanking God at the end of the game it hasn't gone away. It's only gotten worse. Everything's <laughs> gotten worse. Everything has gotten worse. It has. Yeah, definitely. Including my next song. Oh, let's do it. What is it? What you got? Oh man, let's it's see. taking a second. This is why. Gosh we're darn. This is why Oh, and, and we got advertisements. Oh, not paid. Nope. So this, this one here comes from our man, the barking dog, DMX. He gonna give it to you. Yo, get it twisted. This shit is mine, motherfuckers. A fucking game. Fuck what you heard. It's what you hearing. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hear it, listen. X go give it to you. Fuck wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to you. Knock knock, open up the door, it's real. With the non-stop pop out from stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if you did it. Damn right, and I do it again. Cause I am life, so I got to win. Break bread with the enemy. No matter how many cats I break bread with, I break who you sending me. Motherfuckers never wanna know uh, what your life saved Bitch, and that's on a life day I'm getting down, down Like a nigga said freeze uh, But won't be the one ending up on his knees Bitch, please If the only thing you can't steal Was came out to play Stay out my way Motherfucker Do we gonna rock? Do we gonna fall? Do we let it pop? Don't let it go what? X gon' give it to ya He gon' give it to ya X gon' give it to ya He gon' give it to ya First we gonna rock Do we gonna fall? Do we let it pop? Doing this for 19 years. What? Niggas wanna fight me, fight these tears. I 
I put in work and it's all for the kids. Uh, But these cats done forgot what work is. Uh-huh. They don't know who we be. Look at me. They don't know who they see. Nigga, first we gonna rock, then we gonna fold. Then we let it pop, don't let it go. X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya. X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya. First we gonna rock, then we gonna fold. Then we let it pop, don't let it go. X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya. X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya. DMX oh. with He Gonna Give It To You. Yes, X Gonna Give It To You. Now, all I can think about now, though, is Deadpool <laughs> had that. And you know that if you try to say it with any other animal, you know, you can't like, you know, X Gonna Give It To You, moo. <laughs> it doesn't really work out that way. Not at all. But right now, it brings us great pleasure to bring to you everybody's favorite clairvoyant cashier, Mobile Hess Getty. Shut up. Hello, everybody. And how are you? Get away from the magazines. Can I interest you in a burner? What's what's the specials at your store today, sir? All the specials today. You want to know about the specials I at do. Mobile Hess Getty, the gas station for everyone. It's called uh, the Manny Machado Special. It's an overpriced hot dog that gives you the runs. <laughs> we also have just in the Robert Kraft Special. Yes, we give you six rings, a hunk of cheese, and a shot of penicillin right before the cops come. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell him what I do? This man right here, he is a clairvoyant. We place some answers in a hermetically sealed barbecue sauce jar. <laughs> That's been shoved into the in nether regions, regions of one of Robert Kraft's masseuses. What is so difficult to read about my bad handwriting? It's in Sanskrit. Okay, number one. Let's do it. When I say number one, you say number one. Number, number one. one. No, after. Number one. Number one. Debate. Debate. What do you use to catch the fish? <laughs> Number two. Number two. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> What do you call a hamburger made out of old Cadillacs? <laughs> Fleetwood Mac. Number three. <laughs> Number three. Oh, my bad. <laughs> V8. V8. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of social disease can you get from an octopus? <laughs> <laughs> They get better. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. <laughs> Number four. Goodyear, Tuck, and Donald Trump. Goodyear, Tuck, and Donald Trump. <laughs> Name a tire, a fryer, and a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Five. Number five. I said number five. Number five. Oh, sorry. I was talking about the song. That's a guilty pleasure. 
A little bit of never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Pass the hat. Pass the hat. <laughs> what does a cannibal do after eating Blake Shelton? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, big closer. <laughs> See, big closer. Big closer. Big closer. <laughs> a wall, a stall. And the Hudson Valley Mall. A wall, a stall, and the Hudson Valley Mall. <laughs> Name three places you go to take a piss. <laughs> <laughs> I am Mobile S. Getty. Get away from the magazines. <laughs> oh, that was Mobile S. Getty Mobile there with Hesketty. us. Why is it that at the Mobile S. Getty station that there is always a Pops and I am always Buddy? <laughs> yes, you're always going to be Buddy with the rest I of your life. I am always Buddy and there is always a Pops. <laughs> you know. Without question. Without yeah. question. Yeah, that was another one of those characters I did back in the day. Because what I had to do is I had to make myself useful. But this is the best reason why. So I had mentioned earlier that I had joined the – you know, well, actually, I was already doing the morning show. They got rid of my two co-hosts, and they brought Wolf back, which was the, the worst-kept secret in Hudson Valley. Right. So at about a month into this new ensemble with Wolf, myself, and, and Zoles – um, I'm sorry, no. Before that even happened, I got into a bar fight with the owner of a rival radio station. <laughs> this happened. How did this that, happened. How did uh, that, that happens? Yeah, that happened. I, I really don't want to talk about it because you, know, you never know when things are, are going to float out and get back to you. But yes, sir. It did happen. It happened at a bar that I was working at. He invaded my space, and I think I spit in his hand. Because, you know, <laughs> that's what you do when you're 22. That's what he did. So, long story short, they, the station wanted to, you know, punish me. Right. But because Wolf was so um, legendarily unorganized, they still needed me to be his producer when he came in because this happened like two weeks before right, right. he rejoined the show. So the, the compromise was that if Mikey's going to be part of the show, he can only go on the air if he doesn't use his own voice. <laughs> this happened. I am not making this up. This happened. So that's really what for like I always had the characters anyway, but that's really what forced. So I, I developed a Phil Rizzuto, the scooter, Mobile Hesketty, um, 40s man, you know, you name it, like whatever yeah. I did. Uh, in fact, before Rock and Steve was discovered in 1995, I was what was known as Quimby the Danger Boy, where I would talk like this. And the big story of that year, in fact, they made a show about it last year, was David Koresh and the Branch Davidians. So what Wolf did was he actually sent me to the adjacent uh, apartment complex to try to convert people to be to become <laughs> Branch Davidians. This is why all this shit was going down. Like this is right. what, like during that 48-day standoff. Yeah. So uh, there's a tape of that. It's probably, in fact, it is on. I don't know if you want to play all my bits. Yeah. But it's on. It's on the SoundCloud. If you, um, it's called. It's under um, Coop and Mikey Breaks. And it's called uh, Quimby and the Branch Davidians, where I was actually trying to recruit people to this ill-fated religion that ceased to exist a couple of weeks later. Uh, but it, it was it was fun, and I, I still I've got very very fond memories of those days. But I, as I tell anybody that asks, if you oh, do you miss being a real like, well, I miss it. But if I was on now, I wouldn't be doing that. Right, it wouldn't even be close. Right. You know, I certainly wouldn't want to spend all my time telling you what Journey song you just heard. But it would, <laughs> as far as the creativity, the, it, like when I come on and do a podcast with you guys, I can just do my thing do that I've always right. done. But on terrestrial radio, it's not an option. Yeah, definitely. So you we, have a ton of bits here on does. SoundCloud. Yeah, I got check out Mad Mike Colvin. You know, anybody that does listen to this, you know, all you one person out there, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty. <laughs> did you really? You were the Sofa King guy. Um, the Sofa King was written by John Tobin, yep. 
and we had our general manager or uh, sales manager, Stan Beinstein, voice it. No, I'm sorry. He voiced it as Stan Beinstein. It wasn't Stan. <laughs> and the best part about Sofa King's story is eventually Saturday Night Live did their own version and right. it's gone viral since. So we had this intern. You may remember him, Mark Schaller. Yeah. So Mark Schaller was, you know, another one of those incels, uh, involuntary settlement. Yep. <laughs> uh, before that phrase was even coined. And he fancied himself one of us. So he started riffing live on there. Now, when I recorded Tobin doing the Sofa King bit, we made absolutely sure that it never sounded like he was saying fucking. Right. It was so fucking good. Right. Like, you could get away with that. It was a thin, thin line. So this mope, he was about 25 at the time, tries to riff live as we're closing out the show. Oh, no. He dropped the F-bomb. So as a result, what we would do anytime anybody swore on the air, it was my job to, to convince them that an advertiser was pulling all of their, um, all of their money out. Like, I, I did it with J.C. Penny. I did it with Bob Stores. I did you name it. Right, I did right. it. So um, I made him record an apology. I don't have the audio here, but this guy was in tears because I, I would handwrite or you know type out an apology. Yeah. Like, you got to read it just like this, otherwise we're gonna lose the advertising. And then we would play it on the air the next day right, and just right. bust the hell out of them. But yeah, so that happened. Nice. But yeah, my, my SoundCloud page, and I, I try to update it uh, occasionally. I mean, all the best stuff is up there, but there's so much. I've got hours and hours and hours of digital audio tape. Remember that format? Yeah. But I've got them in my, in my garage, and wow. you know, you maybe when my daughter's a little bit like... older, I'll go through more stuff. But I, I edit it you know, and, yeah. and put them up. And people, there's, some of this stuff has got over 1,000 uh, listens. And there's the, the most viral thing we ever did was a bit called a Farmer's Daughter, which you can yeah, find on we, YouTube. We've you, actually played that on this show. Well, <laughs> it's it incorrectly, the credits, like the, a guy, we had a comedy, we've always had comedy clubs. Mm-hmm. So we had a comedy club at this place called the uh, O'Neill's Irish Castle. This yep. is a long time ago. So the guy that created the video miscredited it. Like Vito Petrosito is absolutely a big part of it. Plays the, plays the guitar and the, and the, the drum machine and, and right. sings. I sing with him, but I was the one that arranged it. I'm not credited on the video. I don't mind. Right, but right. the videos had like 3 million hits or something yeah. crazy like that. That's us. Like when you're listening to there once was a farmer yep. who sat on a rock. You know it's me. Like yeah, you yeah, hear yeah. my voice. Um, I'm very proud of that. Another thing I'm very proud of was in 1998, when the Yankees were just at the beginning of their incredible run, they ended up winning 125 games to right. include the World Series. Uh, Coop and I wrote the Yankee song, which then was heard by a guy that lived in Hyde Park who happened to be the stadium events coordinator. Right. And that led to the, us giving him a copy on a cassette because this was 1998. Right. And um, the Yankees themselves liked it so much that they would play it in the clubhouse nice. before games to get revved up. And like back then, Susan Waldman, who's been – John Sterling's broadcast partner for over a decade now. Back then, she was like the the clubhouse reporter, right? And I know for a fact that there was one time on the the radio broadcast where you could hear it playing in the background while she's like interviewing David Cohen or something like that. Nice. In fact, when I went and covered the Yankees in spring spring training the following summer or following spring in 1999, David Cohn was singing some of the song back to me. Really? So that was a very cool thing. Oh, that's every cool. now and then I'll pat my own back. Right. <laughs> anyway, do you guys have to go to commercial? Uh, yeah. Did you? Uh... I was trying to find that, but I well, can't. Oh, don't worry about it. it. You know what? All right, I'll give you the gist of the bit. <laughs> I, I went. I went from apartment to apartment, and I came across this Indian family, much like Mobile Has Getty. And so the woman didn't want to talk to me because her husband wasn't home, like a cultural thing. Right. So my closing line is, like, I was like, "Well, do you have something I can set fire to?" <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. This was the top story. This was this was as big as anything that's taken over the news. Right. You know, uh, you got to remember, I was on the air for some of the greatest stories of the entire decade, uh, Amy Fisher. Right. I was on the yep. air. Joey uh, Yep, the, uh, the OJ. 
Oh, uh, the whole OJ the whole thing, OJ thing from the night that the Brentwood stuff went down through the trial, through all of it. We were on. We had like 30 bits for that. Uh, I was on. I got the OJ Simpson family. If you want to play that one. Uh, yeah. Was it? Uh, yes. Do that. OJ Simpson. That one. All right. Here we go. Simpsons. This is the OJ Simpsons for Mad Mike Cole. We're going to do that. And we're going to come back and uh, talk some foosball. On our channel, you can depend that there'll be someone will offend. If it lacks class and has no vision, it's here on Crapital Television. Marge, what are you doing with that waiter? Nothing, Homer. He's just walking me to the car. Bullshit. You're, you're, you're f***ing him. Trollop. Homer, compose yourself. You're acting like a cad. You're going to die, bitch. Homer! Die, 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 die. I gotta get out of here. Hmm. Hurt? Rent a car. Can I help you? Give me a car. I need a driver's license. Give me a car. Simpson, eh? Give me a car. Where's your other glove? Give me a car. Clothes are a little bloody. Damn it. Very well. Take the Elante at the end of the lot. Ooh. Elante. Comes complete with sirens? Huh? Flashy lights. What do you mean? And two uniformed chauffeurs. All right, Simpson, we've got you completely surrounded. Come out with your hands up. All right, but but before I do, I have just one question. Go ahead. Can I have one of those donuts? All our writers were once in prison here on Criminal Television. All right, sir. It's time for some foosball news. Let's do this. You go kick the ball down for you. I'm going to catch it. It's not Alright. There is breaking news going down right now. Right now with Robert Kraft and his box of blues, macaroni and cheese. As there's been a prostitution ring as he is involved in. Oh, goodness. That was a blessing to wake up to that story today. I'll tell you that much. I, I just, I just <laughs> saw that when I sat down here today and started doing the show, I just picked it up and I said, "Oh, charges brought against New England Patriots owner for uh, for being expensive sex sting operation in no other than what do you know? It's a Florida story." <laughs> It's a really, really long way to go to get a seventh ring. I will say that much. <laughs> Come here, honey. Just sit on the Lombardi trophy for Grandpa. But I guess um, I'm getting updates from a buddy of mine, and I guess uh, more names are going to be dropped as the day goes along. Really? Like big? As many as 100 people, they're saying so far. Yeah, and uh, there's a f- I don't, I'm not saying that they're Patriots necessarily, but right. uh, well, they're all Patriots. They're all Patriots. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, America. But, America. Uh, yeah, that, I, I think that there's some big names that are going to be, uh, you know, thrown out there but i want to i hate the patriots i'm a giant fan you know yep. if we were in the yeah, super bowl this patriots. year we would have beat them but uh <laughs> i just love it when bad things happen to bad people i really do yeah not only are these just regular prostitutes but they are human trafficked oh my god from china great yes yep so you know so now you gotta made check for penises <laughs> So this this is a story that's just going to keep getting better and better and better. I, I understand that one of them actually looks like Tom Brady, which is ironic. Uh, George Goodell had to say something about it. You know, this this goes under the personal conduct policy. Oh, yeah. You know, do not sleep with those made in China. <laughs> in Watch fact, up. he kept calling the one number 12. <laughs> There's nothing politically correct remotely about that. I was robbed. No, you're robbed. Now you're going to get into the paddy wagon. <laughs> oh, 
Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, they they're going on and on about this. God. Yeah, this is this is one thing. of those stories that's just going to get better and better and better. What's... You got a song next? I do. Shit, let's get this going here because Mikey's got to actually get out of here in about. 10 I minutes. I yeah, I do have to leave at uh, yeah. at five because so, the wife's got a gig. Yes, yeah, so we are going to play the Mike Pick Guilty Pleasure. In honor of Peter Tork. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I've been, a, I've been a monkey fan since I could walk, and um, I've had the pleasure of meeting all but Mike. I'm actually going to see Mickey and you, Mike. You're going up there to the palace to see him? No, you know what? I, what happened was I had tickets to see them in June of last year, and Nesmith took ill, so they had to cancel the Beacon show, and they rescheduled for Saturday, March 9th. So I'm going to that show. I, I would have gone to the palace if I didn't already have these tickets. Um, but what, what what's cool about it is that the last time that I saw the monkeys at the Beacon... I randomly ran into Fred Armisen at the, at the uh, cat, you know, like he was getting yeah. popcorn or beer or whatever. And he's such a big monkeys fan. I don't know if you ever watched the show Portlandia that yeah. uh, just went off the air last year. Yeah. So he was doing a skit and who played his dad in the skit? Michael, Michael Nesmith. Nesmith yep. So yeah, it was a real tough thing to hear about Peter uh, passing yesterday, but I think the reason why he wasn't touring with the monkeys anymore was health related. So Got he made it, it to 77. I, I love him. I love my monkeys. And uh, you ask for guilty pleasures. Yeah. What's better than the theme from the monkeys? Yeah, damn right. Here we go. Here we come. Walk down the street. Get the funniest looks Everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. People say we monkey around, but we're too busy singing to put anybody down. We go where we want to, do what we like to do. We don't have time to get restless, there's always something new. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we monkey around, but we're too busy singing. Put anybody down We're just trying to be friendly Come and watch us sing and play We're the young generation And we've got something to say And to let you know of a day in history. Well, hello and good day.
comrades and confidants. Wow, with only four work days left. We've got Friday, February 22nd, 2019. That's today. That is today. A fabulous fine Friday it will be. This is a big year. Final tours by musicians such as Bob Seger, Elton John, Kiss, who was it? Leonard Skinnerd. <laughs> the They're still touring? Slayer yeah. and others. Yeah. Well, this is about their sixth or seventh last world There's tour. nobody alive <laughs> in the band. Even yeah. Ed King, the guy from Strawberry Alarm Clock, died. Yeah. What's next? Jefferson Airplane's going to come back together? Oh, wait a minute. There's nobody left. <laughs> Seeger will end his tour June 12th in Detroit. Elton John ends September 7th in Las Vegas. I remember going to see Elton John about six years ago because I was like, you know what? This is the last time he'll be touring. That was about <laughs> five what? tours ago. <laughs> so we should take a look at some of your high school favorites and see them prior to their last trip around the sun. Bob Seeger played a benefit concert for Pop Warner football in our high school back in the early 70s. Well, we had a President's Day early this week. But today is the big one. George W. That's the first. George W. Not. No, isn't it George, George H. W. George H. Bush, the first one? George, yeah, George H. W. was the first. Yeah. Yes. 1732. Robert Young, 1907. Ted Kennedy, 1932. None of these people are alive. They're not That's celebrating right. dick. It's, it's their, it's their, <laughs> today was their day of birth. Okay, all right, just checking. Yeah. Dr. J. Irving, he's alive. He is he's alive. 69. Julius Irving, 69. Wow, he can still play. He can ball. He can Scott ball. Steve Irwin, the croc hunter himself. Oh, man. We'll His just say 1962. Hot. Never ever play Bon Jovi's You Give Love a Bad Name after mentioning Steve Irwin. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see what I did there, Brian? <laughs> Shut up, Stewie. Drew Barrymore is 44. Hysterically speaking, 1819, the treaty was signed with Spain. That gave us Florida prior to the old people. They can have it back. 1862. <laughs> Jeff Davis was inaugurated president of the Confederacy. Oh. 1879s. The first chain store opened in Utica, New York. It was a Woolsworth. A Woolworths? A Woolworth. Yep. They're not that even was, uh, anymore, are they? Woolworths? No, they're not. No. That was in 1959, it was. Oh, no, that was in 1879. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they had a catalog, too. They, 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 yeah. I think Sears might have been the first with a catalog, but Woolworth had a catalog as well. Because people couldn't get anywhere. That's it was right. like living in Cairo. Damn right. In Look. 1959, the first hey, Daytona 500 was run, and the Hicks rejoiced as Lee Petty <laughs> won. 1980, this was also the day where the miracle on ice became a miracle. That, that I remember. That Team was USA won over Russia 4-3 to three at Lake Placid. People forget that there was another game after that, but it doesn't right. matter. We beat, Nobody we beat cared. The we beat the Ruskies. <laughs> That's right. We're losing to them now, but we beat them then. <laughs> also on this day, the 2018 U.S. women beat Canada for the first time in 20 years to win the gold medal oh, shit. in China. 
Wow. Mr. Mad Mike, thank you so much for driving over an hour to come and, and, here. You know, I, just, I just watched all the cops. I'm like, I'm not speeding. No, no not, not speeding. at all. And they're bored around here. They'll get your ass. Yeah, oh, I know. I'm, I'm aware. I've, I've, I've had the, uh, what, what, what county is this? This is Green County. We're green. I've, I've had the Green County traffic ticket a few times. Yeah, yeah. They, not they, fun. They like to make you come back. You oh, oh I mean? they, they revel in that. It's like being pulled over in uh, Monticello without, <laughs> and, if, and you're not a Hasidic. Oh, you're, you're done. You're toast. You're toast. <laughs> Anyways, guys, it was a real honor to be on your show. Mike, thank you, thank so you much. for coming. I where, really where appreciate it. Where can people get it. at you other than, you know? Uh, you can get me, well, Mad Mike and Friends DJ Service. Um, I would give out my number, but nobody calls anymore. So just go to madmikeandfriends.com. Gotcha. Um, I'm a very, very, I have like 10 Facebook pages, so if you type in Mike Colvin or Mad, you'll get me. Right. And I also have a new business I just launched uh, on January 1st called Modified Memories, yes. where if you've got an aunt, like I've got an aunt that misses every group photo and always has to be photoshopped in, I can do that. <laughs> and I can do it cheap. But the better part, let's say that your ex killed a guy and you need to get her out of some pictures. <laughs> I can t- I can do that for you, too. I, I think that the removal, this is going to be something that's going to build when we get back towards the holidays. Right. But I think that removing exes and, uh, and, and, and ne'er-do-wells from photos is going to be what where, where this goes and whatever direction. Great. But uh, it's called Modified Memories. I've got a fun little Facebook page for that where you can see okay. before and after shots like every three seconds and GIFs. Um, I'm really proud of it. It's something that might get me out of the whole DJing thing because at some point, you know, I'm going to be 50 in August. Does Marist College really want a 60-year-old DJ on Thursday nights? <laughs> I'm just looking at the future, man. You gotta Thanks for having do. me. No problem, man. We'll post the links to all this stuff. Thank you, sir, once again. Free like a bee.
was the Soup Dragons with I'm Free. Yes. Now, if anybody can tell me what the hell movie that was in, it was featured in, <laughs> it, was, it was a preview on the Ninja Turtles, I think Secret of the Ooze cassette tape. Yep. I yeah. want to say the, the the movie was like step parents or family. I don't. I I can't. But I can't find it. I cannot find this shit anywhere. So somebody, please let me know. I think it was stepkids. I think maybe. That's why I tried to find stepkids and right. I couldn't find that shit. Huh. God so damn, tell me. So. Somebody needs to tell me this before I lose my shit. Word. So, uh, sir, do we have any trivia or anything this week? Is there anything else you wanted to? Speak out. I know we had to skip a couple things because Mr. Mad Mike had to go. I want to play some of his skits. Yes, let's do this. I am all about that. We have played a couple here before. This, this one was, was uh, it's one right at the top of the list. It's called Steve and a Cracko. Nice. <laughs> all right, I'm at the Monument Park here. Uh-huh. I think I see the, the one that uh, Bender was talking about. Uh-huh. How you doing? What's your name? Why? <laughs> Said what? Well, on the radio. We're on the radio. I'm from PDH. Uh-huh. What's your name? Why? Because I need to know your name. I understand. I'm looking to get laid. <laughs> Which is what you're doing for t-shirts, though? I'm not going to tell you. I got t-shirts, soda. Would you do it for that? No. Would you give me a hammer for that? <laughs> no. Sure. I got shirts. I got free pet. I got free, um... Pickles in the car, I got soda. Pickles, pickles. I got pickles. Shirt. I got a shirt. Listen, I'm a, it's been three months since I've been laid. Don't walk away from me. I'm, you want to see this, all the soda I got? Come here. Look at, look at these CDs I got. They're called floppy discs. Will you, will, will you take care of me if I give you a couple of these and maybe a WCD8 shirt? Over there. You're walking away from me. You want, to talk on, you want to talk on the air for me? Tell them why you won't do it for that. It's quality material I'm trying to give you here. <laughs> quality stuff. Steve, read the label on a T-shirt. The label? Yeah. It says, uh, machine wash warm inside out with light colors, tumble dry medium, medium hot iron, but you do not iron the decoration. <laughs> what? No, I'm going to iron I want to give you some stuff, though. If you, if you want to give me a Hummer or, you know, take care of the rock. <laughs> I'm the rock. And you smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> you, so you don't want to do it for... I got, look at all the soda I got. Look at that. See that? I give you two cases. Two cases. Don't go nowhere. I got two cases. Come back. Point out the fact, Steve, that there's a nickel deposit on each of those. There's 240 oh. deposits right there. She threatened me. <laughs> now, I think now it's a challenge. She thinks she's going to kick my ass. I'm going after her. Please. Are <laughs> you call the cops on me? <laughs> Come on, honey. Give me some loving. I'm a big fat guy. More cushion for the pushing, baby. She's going away. A hooker is running away from me. Rock and Steve. Rock and Steve. Rock and again. <laughs> Oh, and that was another clip there by uh, Mad Mike Colvin off of uh, an old PDH. Yes, sir. My thing. old home. Yes. Kind of miss those days. I took that nigga's job, Rockin' Steve. Yeah, that's right. What? Took it. Play me in, sir. Play you in. Good news, multiplayers. Good news. Good news, everyone. Good news, everyone. 
I'm in terrible pain. How is that good news? It's not. I've run out of good news, Brand Herbal Supplement. We've got good news. We do. My wife is home. Hi. Hi. That is good news. That is good news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi, Marshall. Hi. Who was just here? My boy, That was Mad, Mad Mike, Mike Colvin. Colvin. Yes, sir. He was very nice. We had him on the show. He made me laugh. <laughs> One of my old radio buddies. Oh, yeah. So business is good for cookies. And uh, I'll tell you why. A clever Girl Scout business is booming after she lost, launches Jason's Mamo Samoa Cookies. Oh, Jason Momoa. Oh, God. Momoa. You get it? You get, I get it? it? I get it. Mimosa Cookies. Wow. Business is good when a clever Colorado fifth grader after she launches an amusing new sales scheme for her Girl Scout cookies. Charlotte Holmberg is a top cookie CEO from Highland Ranch who has been given. <laughs> what did she was? What was she given? Who, oh, who was going viral gotcha. with her Samoa marketing strategy. Charlotte earned her CEO title in recognition, in recon, recognition, recognition yeah. of her impressive cookie sale history. And this year is no exception. She launched the Jason Momoa with a classic Girl Scout cookie packaging with the front of the Samoa box. Isn't he a wrestler? Jason Momoa? No, yeah. he's Aquaman. Oh, that's Aqua. It's the... It's, yeah. yeah, I was going to say this guy looks familiar. Yeah, Justin Lee. He, he looks like fucking Roman Reigns, but he's... he's he does <laughs> look a lot like Roman Reigns. He was also the... Uh, not the Khaleesi. The Khaleesi's original lover <laughs> on the Game of Thrones. Word. Smart little girl. She opened it up outside of he the dispensary. He was also, uh, he's in a movie, a show called Frontier. Frontier, yeah. That was yeah. Show. Yes, yes. The moms are getting very excited, and they're saying that they need them. In addition to parents asking to use the strategy, Charlotte's fellow Girl Scouts have been asking to participate in the Momoa sales as well. So Charlotte has not yet disclosed her sales figures for her strategy. Uh, after imaginative Girl Scouts have can cornered the slice of the cookie market by taking advantage of the chilly Midwestern weather by selling pre-frozen Thin Mints in 16-degree temperatures. <laughs> Let me see here. I've got a uh, – is is this girl like – you know you know this girl Charlotte is like 10? Really? She's a good entrepreneur right there. Let's see what they have to say. It's Girl Scout cookie season. You know my rule. One cookie a day. But however many Thin Mints stick together, that counts as one cookie. The competition between the girls is fierce in the streets. So there's a fifth grader in Highlands Ranch. Fifth grader. Go harder, go wow. home. Charlotte, she is a top-selling cookie queen. And she, take a look at what she's got. She's got Jason Momoa Samoas. <laughs> They're Momoa cookies, but with that photo on there, which I They're understand, Samoa based on cookies. when they came into the newsroom, <laughs> appeals to the ladies. This is quite the marketing scheme. Charlotte's mom helped out with this. They put it on Facebook, and, well, you can guess what happened next. The moms are getting I want to know how they got his licensing fees to be able to just be like, you know, we're going to slap his picture on this box of cookies, and then we're going to sell lots of cookies because we got a picture of them. He probably was like, all right. Because he might be, like, their favorite character. The moms All right. Well, that's some good news for a fifth grader. Selling cookies. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with cornering the cookie market. Hell no. You know what? I'm going to play my last song.
You know what it is? No. I feel guilty just saying it. It's, it's the remix to Master P's Make Them Say Uh. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Featuring Master P, Silk the Shocker, Maya X, Fiend, and Snoop Dogg. And Kermit? And Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Make him say, uh. <laughs> no Limit Studio. Yo, nigga, what y'all working on? Nigga, who the fuck is this? This P, nigga, what's happening? This ain't no motherfucking P, nigga. You ain't got shit better to do than play on the motherfucking phone. Man, nigga, take me off motherfucking speakerphone and pick the phone up. This P, nigga, stop fucking playing. Nigga. If this fucking P nigga say on, uh, nigga, fuck. Nigga, I ain't about to say no motherfucking on. Uh, pick the phone up, nigga. Nigga, what? I'm on my motherfucking way right now. Come on in, come on in, nigga. The last time. Ha ha ha. Make him say uh, uh. Na 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 na. Make him say uh. Yeah, we're with the Colonel Master P. He'd be a yellow jacket. Paper chasers, what they labeled us. Better 
smoking on some chop chop from SGV. No limit family with the DPG. Last done, big dog, what's up, what's happening? Nigga run up, we gon' tear the club up. Top rank, best dank, most bank in this game. Who could it be? Y'all know my motherfucking name. I ain't never met a gangster who ain't love to bang. Especially when the tank represents his game. See, when the no limit soldier walks in the house, nigga get him up, we gon' turn this bitch out. Oh, and that was the No Limit Soldiers. Masterpiece, Silk the Shocker. Fiend my axe, Snoop Dogg. Make him say, oh, part two. Or the remix. Well, I was going to ask you about your guilty pleasures or have a list of said guilty pleasures. <laughs> but you know what? I'd rather ask you if you could be a vegetable, what vegetable would you be? Depends. Probably a. What does it depend on? Depends on what. Well, I guess cucumber. You would be a cucumber. I would be a cucumber. I like cucumbers. Why would you be a cucumber? Because they're good with salt. <laughs> I don't know. It's so, long and so are snails. You know. Shit! I just described me being a penis. I yeah. am. <laughs> Son of a bitch! All right. No, all right, lettuce. I changed my shit to lettuce. Lettuce? Lettuce. Really? Nobody wants to be a lettuce. A rock doesn't even want to be a lettuce. <laughs> Actually, it's better than being a cabbage. That's true, see? Getting eaten by what kind Irish of lettuce? Year. There's lots of lettuce. What That's kind true. of lettuce? Not iceberg. That shit's always getting recalled. Um, it's full of E. coli. That's it. <laughs> all right, uh, farm fresh lettuce. There you go, farm fresh. Is that is that a type of yes? It's just farm fresh. That's the label anyway. I don't know what that is called. Yeah, (laughs) like there's romaine hearts. Ah, romaine, romaine hearts. There we go. Yes, because they're leafy and they and they. I do like. I haven't had a romaine heart in quite some time, but I stopped eating lettuce. I don't eat lettuce. I eat spinach in my salad. Yes, I have spinach now. Yes, it's a lot better for you. Holds less water. Yeah, vegetables. You know what? I don't like vegetables all that much. I do. I, 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 like, I, like... I, I am a big fan of those mini cabbages. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, God. The, the ones that smell like piss, but are... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are Brussels sprouts. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yes. Ain't nothing better than a good old Brussels sprout. My mother... Just don't take them shits to work and recook them in the microwave no because they smell terrible. <laughs> they will fucking smell the place up they like feet. They will stink that shit <laughs> up for days. <laughs> and you know what the uh, what mom's guilty pleasures are? What's mom's I'll tell. I'll tell you. Picking their noses. That's 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 mom's biggest guilty pleasure. That is very is true. Picking their nose, and you know what? That's not even a guilty pleasure, mom. That's just an everyday. That is just a snack. You know, and I love to do it when I drive. <laughs> I don't know. So, I don't know. It's gotta. It's gotta be what I do. <laughs> they also like sampling some eye candy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? <laughs> Wearing control top pantyhose. I don't know what the fuck that is. I think it's one that pulls their stomach in or pushes it in a little bit. More. Oh, so it yeah. doesn't. So it hides the muffin top. Yes, yeah, so it kind of hides the pussy do. You know, eating chocolate in the bathroom. <laughs> Who in their right minds eats chocolate in the bathroom? Why can't you just eat that shit out in the open? It's true. Because they don't want to share. That's why. <laughs> you know, it sounds like a heroin problem too. I know what people do in the bathroom, and it's usually not sharing their drugs. Not at all. <laughs> oh, I've got one more song to play before sure. we get the hell out of here. Let's do this. This isn't even a guilty pleasure. This is just a damn good song. Yeah? Oh, yes, it is. We're going to carry on. 
Carry on, my wayward son. That is that is definitely a, a radio play guilty pleasure. Yes. <laughs> but you know what? I can never and remember who it's by. Son, Kansas. Kansas. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. That was Wayward Son, Carry Kansas. On, by yes. Kansas. Kansas, not Nebraska, not no. North Carolina. That was Kansas. Not Arkansas, it's Kansas. Nope, nope not Flo Rida. 
Not New York. Not North Carolina. Raise up. Spin your shirt around like a helicopter. Yeah. So it's about that time. About to tell these people, fucking stop listening. Because, you know, we're about to stop. You got anything you want to tell them? Oh, wait, first. What are we doing next week? Oh, next week? Yeah. We are going to try out It's Trap again. <gasps> trap? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be searching all week for some trap music. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask Zane like eight times, yo, is this considered trap? Is this trap? <laughs> yeah, I tell you, it's, it's a wide variety. <laughs> all right, so trap music, sir. Is there anything you want to tell these people before we get on out of here? Well, I want to tell you, if you have a problem with the majestic Canadian goose, you got a problem with me. And I suggest you let that one marinate. Oh, let that marinate. Don't be a twat waffle, motherfuckers. We'll see you next week.
that pussy fire. You gon' holler by the top. So don't act like you'll be bagging that stuff up. Girl in the club, cause that's what you got ass for. Wobble, wobble, I'm infatuated. Bitch ride a dick like she making the pain. And I see that we gon' have to go to a quiet corner for just us doing. Don't worry about who looking, just keep on doing what you doing. Cause a nigga like me gon' get to work before I know the girl. Bitch, what's happening? Let him see, show the world. Attention, all your plays and pimps right now in the place to be. Shake your ass. I thought I told y'all niggas before, y'all niggas can't fuck with me. Now this ain't fun, no small booties, no sir, cause that won't pass. But if you feel you got the biggest one, the mama come shake your ass. Shake your ass, but watch yourself. Shake your ass, show me what you're working with. Shake your ass, but watch yourself. Shake your ass, and show me what you're working with. Shake your ass, but watch yourself. Shake your ass, and show me what you're working with. Shake your ass, but watch yourself. Shake your ass, and show me what you're working with. Uh. Ooh, come along.